When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here, and we are back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio. I have a great guest today, Amy Brown, the founder and CEO of Authentics. And that's Authentics, not with an, an S on the end, but with an X. And uh, she has put together this uh, software platform that analyzes and activates the voice of the customer. In her case, it's healthcare. That's her specialty. However, everything that she's going to talk about today will apply to any industry that you're in, any type of business, big or small, even though she's focused on technology, some of the ideas that we're going to talk about are effective, even if it's just talking to somebody and listening to them and understanding who your customer is at a deeper level. All right. With that in mind, a couple of quick announcements before we get started. If you've got an amazing story that you'd like to share or a question that you'd like to ask, reach out to me on any of the social media channels. If it is a question, please ask it and use the hashtag AskShep, and I'll answer it either in the social channel, in my blog, in my newsletter, on this show, or on my TV show, Be Amazing or Go Home, which can be found on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Prime, and you can go to beamazing.tv. That's beamazing.tv, and you can catch episodes there. All right, let's jump into it. Are you ready? Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. It's great to be here. Well, I'm excited because, you know, healthcare is something most of us have experienced. We go to the doctors, hospitals, uh, and you have specialized in this in a big part of your career. Back in 2018, you started your company, Authentics. And and let me stress that Authentics, you didn't misspell it when you changed the end uh, where Authentics would normally, you'd hear it, you say, is that an S? No, it's an X. And I don't know if you did this on purpose, but Authentics with an S, the last two letters are CX which is customer experience. And I just love that. So if you go to Authentics.com, of course, you can learn all about Amy's company. Uh, but I am excited to talk to you about this concept that I love called customer centricity. And in your report, uh, customer voices report is what you call it. Um, you talk about customer centricity. Let's start there. What is your definition of customer centricity? Yeah, so customer centricity uh, throughout kind of our work here at Authentics and listening to our clients and listening to the voice of the customer, we've listened to over 100 million uh, customer voices this year. Um, it's really well defined by the customer themselves, and and what you know what we see uh, customers want from a centricity perspective is they want to be understood, uh, they want to be empathized with, and they want for it to be easy to do business with whatever organization they're interacting with. And so customer-centric organizations are those organizations who believe 
that understanding these basic wants from customers are vital to their ability uh, to thrive as a business. And because they believe that, they have taken intentional steps to continually build their business around listening to their customer and delivering on those customer needs. So it's, it's really about, you know, thinking about the customer at all levels of an enterprise or an organization. Yeah, I love it. So understanding empathy and ease of doing business. It took a hundred million conversations you listen to to, to learn, learn just those three simple things that shouldn't every company, every organization figure out that that's what they need to do. You know, I think that what leaders love is data to drive their decisions. Mm -hmm. And over the years, you know, anecdotes from the contact center or anecdotes that may come from a fraction of surveys, you know, just don't hold up uh, when the CFO is writing a check. <laughs> and so having the ability to listen to customers at, at a large scale um, gives gives leaders the confidence that whatever strategies they're taking, that it's backed up <laughs> by data. Right. And then plenty of data and a uh, hundred million uh, conversations that you've listened to should give you plenty of data. You know, the original definition of big data was uh, essentially saying it's an overwhelming amount of data. And from that, you have to pare it down to really what's essential to understand about the data and not be overwhelmed or take too much of it in. You know, you just mentioned customer surveys. And I know that you uh, have a comment as I was doing my pre-work that customer surveys are dying out. Uh, is that true? Because, and by the way, I think, I don't know if they're dying out or not in our upcoming research. And I've done a little bit on surveys, but in our upcoming research, I'm doing a whole section on understanding, you know, how long a survey needs to be when it's too long, if it's too short, how many people are getting. Some customers have said, I stopped doing business with a company because they keep sending me surveys. Ooh, mm -hmm. ouch, or the survey's too long, you know. So let's let's dive into the whole survey thing for just a few minutes. Yes. I mean, the idea behind surveys was right. And the idea was industry said, hey, we need to listen to our customer and we need to, to get their feedback. And so, you know, that's not a bad thing. The thing that is that is unfortunate about the method of surveying customers is that uh it it puts the burden back on the customer to tell the company what the company wants to hear that they should already know the answer to if they're listening to their customers with the appropriate tools and ears that they already have. Um, so it puts the burden back on the customer. And when that happens, you get a very fractional uh, response rate. Typically, customers today who are responding are either very angry or very happy. And it's, you know, the average survey response rate is 10%, which is not representative of a company's, uh, you know, typically, you know, their customer base. And yet we have leaders who are basing their entire strategy, uh, business strategy, customer experience strategy, based on this skewed fractional set of data. And it's just not good enough. So, yes they're dying or on the way out in terms of being the sole source of insight used to drive business decisions and, and leaders must do better and use a more reliable data source. 
Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I I think surveys do have their place, uh, no doubt. And done the right way, you can get more than 10%. But you're right. I think that, and I've always said, it's the people that love you and the people that hate you. But by the way, you can learn a lot from both, but you're not going to often hear from the people in the middle, which is very dangerous because people in the middle, if they're thinking, eh, they're okay. What does okay mean? Okay is average, just barely satisfactory. And the problem with that is you don't know whether they're leaning more toward, I want to love them more, show me more, or you've shown me enough to realize the best you're going to be is at least acceptable or okay. I hope I find somebody in the future that gives me a little something better than that. And then what happens? They magically disappear. And you thought they were happy because they didn't complain. They didn't say anything bad about you on the survey. Well, they never even filled out the darn survey. So um, right. Very, very good. Uh, you have this uh, comment in your report. Uh, it's your customer voices report that customers are stuck and frustrated. So can we riff a little bit on that? Yes. So um, we have a, a concept. We also have developed a, an algorithm around it called the Eddie effect. Um, for anybody who's listening, who's ever spent any kind of time on a river, you may have observed um, on the sides of the river uh, with an object like a boulder or a, a log that's fallen into the river that the current is actually disrupted in it. And there's this whirlpool effect going on in the river. And you'll see like foam and sticks and 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 things getting caught up in that, that swirling. And that's an eddy. That's an eddy. That's yeah. a river eddy. And what we have done at Authentics is we have we have identified a phenomenon in these 100 million interactions uh, where uh, approximately a third of them are customers who are stuck in an eddy in their customer journey. And that's representative of uh, customers who are expressing extreme effort to solve a problem that should have been preventable in the first place had the company done what they uh, promised to do or if their technology had worked or if the processes were seamless. And this exists in any industry um, and in every industry, but it's particularly critical in the healthcare industry because, you know, Eddie's uh, customers who are stuck in eddies may not be taking, you know, their prescriptions on time if their prescription is stuck in the mail, or they may not be getting the care they need, or they may not be getting the device that they were expecting to get, or the lab result that they were expecting to get, and that just creates um, major implications not just for the customer's perception and sentiment, but for their life. And uh, so it's a it's a critically important. Uh, metric that companies should be looking at. And it's also, we've been able to tie customers who are stuck in eddy to um, to uh, kind of uh, attrition, customer attrition, as well as negative sentiment. So we know it's, we know we're on to something in terms of really looking at customers who are feeling stuck. You know, what drives me crazy. We do you know, upfront work with our clients, you know, I'm usually hired to come in and do a speech, but we have trainers that deliver our content in a training format. And one of the questions we ask, we have this one exercise, what are the most common uh, uh, complaints or issues that you hear from your customers? And it overwhelms me when, and the next question, by the way, is how often this happens? This is what overwhelms me, how often it happens. Because if you know there's a problem or a complaint, 
why is it still happening if you know about it and it's happening all the time? Shouldn't it be the kind of thing that we can either eliminate or at least mitigate to a level much smaller than the problem? I think that that goes back to that whole concept of, of really understanding and empathizing. And then, as you mentioned, making it easy for the customer to do business with. Hey, let's take a short break. And when we come back, I want to talk about how you can use technology, which you kind of touched on with your Authentics solution. But I want to talk about how you use technology to enhance the experience. I want to talk about authentic customer voices and how they can give you exactly the insights you're looking for and much more. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do not go away. This is Amazing Business Radio, and we're talking with Amy Brown, the founder and CEO of Authentics. And that's Authentics with an X at the end, not an S. We'll be right back. Hi, Shep Hyken, your customer service and experience expert. And I'm excited to tell you about my new book, I'll Be Back, How to Get Customers to Come Back Again and Again. Now, this book is packed with idea after idea on how to, just as the title implies, get your customers to come back. In the book, you'll learn that repeat customers aren't always loyal customers. Now, both are great, but there's a big difference. You'll also learn about 10 reasons a customer may stop doing business with you and three reasons you would stop doing business with them. And one of my favorite lessons is a six-step process for creating an I'll Be Back strategy. Of course, there's much, much more. You'll start getting more of your customers to say, I'll be back almost immediately. Just go to www.I'llBeBackBook.com. Again, that's www.I'llBeBackBook.com. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Amy Brown, founder and CEO of Authentics. And uh, we've been talking about, wow, what customers want. They want you to understand them, empathize with them. They want an easy experience. We've talked about big data, too much data, the hundred millions of conversations that you have listened to to garner these simple concepts. And isn't that amazing? We've taken the complicated and the uh, huge expansive number of, of feedback, amount of feedback that we have and made it so simple. I love it when the complicated becomes easy. Let's talk a little bit about technology and how that can drive the customer experience. And I know this is a lot of what Authentics does. Yes. Well, in order to have a scalable listening program, uh, you know, companies must use technology to help them listen. So most companies that are at midsize or bigger, they typically have some way of communicating with their customers on an ongoing basis. And more often than, than not, those, those ways of communicating, whether it's text, chat, email, or uh, phone, are recorded. Right. And so when those those conversations are recorded, uh, it generates an unstructured data file. And the great thing about unstructured data is that it's just chock full of insights because, you know, it's it's commentary. It's uh, it's 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 the perceptions expressed by humans. Uh, The problem with unstructured data is that it's messy. It's voluminous. And it's hard to draw any insight from it. And so Authentics is really about uh, taking all that unstructured data and starting to structure it, meaning 
get insight out of it that is quantified, um, that has uh, qualitative insights around it and that allow leaders to make sense of it all. And so, you know, those 100 million interactions that we've listened to have not been listened to all by humans. They have been listened to using AI models that we have built here at Authentics. And um, this is really what's what's giving the, the companies and the leaders we work with the ability to, you know, kind of understand not at an anecdotal rate, but across all of their customer interactions, you know, what things should they be paying attention to? And, uh, and that's really where they start is, is figuring out, well, what's driving friction, what's driving the negative sentiment and using that AI listening to help point the way of where they should go deeper. Right. And I'll add that while we might find out what those problem spots are, the friction along the way, uh, it's also good to recognize the positive things people are saying that might be a competitive differentiator uh, that's sitting it's staring you right in the face and you didn't realize it. This is what they're saying about you that they might not be saying about the competition. A hundred percent. Marketing teams love using Authentics. Um, they don't use Authentics to direct market to customers, but they use it to understand what their value propositions are in the words of their own customers um, and, and getting those unsolicited testimonials. It happens all the time that marketers have, have rarely ever actually listened to their call center data. And uh, so it's just a really rich source of insights uh, for marketers. And when you hear those, uh, you use the word testimonials, those common things, I always, every time you get a negative something and you hear about it, you say, what can I do to fix this? You sit down with the team, you debrief it, you come up with a new process, you make changes. But when you get good feedback, I mean, when I say good, as in positive, great accolades, testimonials, if you will, many times we go, oh, this good makes us feel good. But I often wonder, why aren't you operationalizing that data and that information to make sure that every customer experiences what this customer is complimenting you for. And absolutely, just, yeah. there's so many things to do with the good news, like inspiring your entire workforce, yeah. right? Going in and, and giving accolades to the folks who are responsible for delivering on that customer experience, uh, reminding everybody of their noble purpose, driving innovation. I mean, so many reasons to listen for the good news. Yeah. So this leads us because you talk about, you know, hearing it, uh, basically the authentic customer voice, which is something that you mentioned and talk about in your report, as well as uh, some of the materials I've gone through. Let's uh, let's rip on that for a moment or two. The authentic customer voice and uh, how it provides the insights that you need to you know take action on both good and bad. Yes. So one of the reasons conversational data is so important is because it involves a conversation involves two people. And when you are able to observe the back and forth, it provides a lot more context to the root issues, to the sentiment around the issues, uh, to the intentions of the customer that you might not get from a from a survey, right? And so it just the, the context is is so um, valuable uh, in 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 listening to that authentic, unsolicited uh, feedback that comes from conversations. The other thing I want to say about the authentic customer voice is we have a saying at Authentics that even though we're an AI tech company, nothing replaces listening. And what we mean by that is literally listening with the human ear. And so 
part of our technology is designed to make listening much easier for leaders. And uh, by, by curating customer voices that, you know, are talking about the things that leaders are looking to listen for. And what we've noticed when leaders, you know, might look at a pie graph or a, a chart in our in our platform and they see a trend of negative emotion around a particular product or service, when they pair that that data visualization with an example of or two or three of their customers talking about that, it takes leaders from their head to their gut. And it's that combination of the emotional response and the, the you know, the rational thinking around it that creates change. And uh, so we've, we've built our product in such a way that allows leaders to actually connect to that authentic voice of their customer, because um, it's the inspiration that keeps them, you know, keeps them trying to improve whatever their, their product and service is. And I'll add that while we get huge amounts of insights from the data that we're collecting, I love that you've mentioned, you know, just really, truly listening with our ears, human to human. And I would suggest, and I think you'll agree somewhere, and I think I read it in your report about the balancing employee needs and customer needs, but I don't want to go there. What I want to say is that your employees are on the front line. There should be regular meetings scheduled. And not, by the way, not once every couple of months, but maybe once a week to sit down with the team that's on the front line and ask them. And by the way, you need to train them to listen for these insights and to take notes so that when they come to this meeting, they can share what actionable insights did they hear, you know, mano a mano, people to people, human to human, uh, where we can take those and talk about them because the front line hears so much. And I'll go a step further. Executives should spend a little time on that front line. I, I wrote a book, uh, written a number of books, but the most recent book, I'll Be Back, How to Get Your Customers to Come Back Again and Again, featured a chapter where I talk about this gentleman named Bill who worked at Microsoft, who went and, and spent time on the front line actually taking customer support phone calls. And by the way, Bill was Bill Gates, who said, I've got to know what they're saying firsthand. Our executives need to be doing that as well. Absolutely. And as a person who uh, spent 20 years managing contact centers, I can completely um, agree with your commentary about uh, that frontline resource being a, a huge uh, wealth of information. Yeah, we just need to train them how to properly listen, take the notes and come back with the insight to be able to share properly. As we start to wrap up, I haven't gotten to my one thing question yet, which I always ask at the end of an interview, but I would love to talk a little bit about your customer voices report. I assume you can just get this by going to authentics with an X.com and find it there, download it, learn from it. Uh, but can you just give us two or three cool insights from the report that would entice us to want to do that the moment we get to a computer after listening to this interview? Absolutely. Well, the first thing I'd say is if you um, are interested in learning what the top drivers of customers feeling stuck are. Um, it, the, the report goes into those top drivers and uh, there are actionable uh, items in there for any any company, any industry, any customer experience uh, professional. And, and it helps give some insight on what's driving customers crazy. Um, the second thing I would say, it, you mentioned, alluded to it, Shep, is uh, the the insights you can get from listening to conversational data on the employee side. 
you know, with, with COVID and the current um, employment crisis going on, uh, it's so important that leaders are listening for employee burnout, employee engagement. Um, and one of the ways to supplement engagement surveys is to listen to conversational data in which employees are on these conversations, right? And you can get so many um, helpful indicators, both positive and, and, and not so positive that are actionable for leaders. And, and um, I would encourage uh, your listeners to, to think about that. And there's more insight in the report about what we're hearing uh, in this past year. All right. Well, that's motivation to get me to want to go and dig into this even deeper. All right. The final question, and you know what's coming. Is there one last nugget of information or insight you would like to share with us that you think every one of our listeners absolutely needs to hear? Um, the insight is do not underestimate the power of, of listening, which I have said um, many times uh, individuals, professionals, leaders feel like it's an overwhelming problem. Like, how do I even get started? And so I would just encourage everyone, no matter where they're at in their journey of listening or leveraging technology, uh, start scrappy. Just go uh, take a use case within your organization and, and do what Bill Gates did. Listen, listen to a very small uh, subset of your customer conversations. And you will be amazed at how you feel at the end of it. You will be amazed at what you learn. And then imagine scaling that across your entire organization. And that is the power of listening um, at scale. Yeah, love it. Using technology to do so. I think the, the, the short version of what you just said is listen, whether you're doing it with your ear or with technology. And then once you get those insights, take action on those insights. So very good. Amy, that wraps it all up. This has been an amazing episode of Amazing Business Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been talking with Amy Brown, the founder and CEO of Authentics. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amazing interview. We're going to be back next week with another interview. Be sure to tune in, everyone. And until that time, this is Chef Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>